0: You are about to enjoy a presentation recorded at the 2022 Michigan Conference Camp Meeting held at Cedar Lake, Michigan. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen. Dear Father in Heaven,
1: thank you, Lord, for this beautiful time we can have together, beautiful people, consecrated place. Thank you that you have a divine destiny for each one of us. A divine destiny, no matter how long or short our lives are. Thank you have a, you have a divine plan for every day of living a divine disposition to work in us and a delightfully divine way to live and think. So we pray that you would work these things in us. And even though the driving rain can hurt and seem so bleak at times, like trials that rain upon us, it brings forth beautiful flowers. And we're thankful, Lord, for whatever it takes to prepare us to meet you face to face. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. This is one of my favorite topics today. Let's read this together. Okay, if this is a little blurry, you've been eating too much sugar. Okay. Now let me try and fix this. Okay. Oh, that's what it says. Okay. So what does this say? Let's read it together. Mindset, faithful, firm, and what? Focused. How many of you want to be focused? I have something that I do in my head when trials multiply, and sometimes they do. No one is exempt. I use what is called the Zacchaeus method of seeing Jesus. What did Zacchaeus do when he couldn't see Jesus? He was pressed by trials. He couldn't see. He was crushed by the crowd. He had a defici—he had a deficit in that particular situation, being sure it was his deficit. And, uh, and so he had to overcome that, def- that deficit that was causing a problem. He was pressed on every side. He had to climb a tree in order to do what? In order to see Jesus. And so for me, you know, we, uh, one pastor said, Past- pastorettes, preach sermonettes and that produces Christianettes, (laughs) you know, and we can, we can devotionalize ourselves to try to just survive every day. And believe me, there are devotions I read every single day for the here and now. But how many of you believe that God wants us to be able to look at the big picture from God's point of view? That's what I call the Zacchaeus method. And that is the prophecies that he's given us. They're beautiful. They're gospel. They're pictures of him. So if you haven't read uh, The Cross in Its Shadow for a while with, by S.N. Haskell, if you haven't read Daniel in the Revelation by Uriah Smith in a while, if you haven't read The Seer of Patmos um, or Daniel the Prophet by S.N. Haskell, uh, go to Cedar Reader, get some of these old books. And you, you may it, devotional time is amazing, it's important, it's wonderful. But we want to we stop having to ford every river and fly like some eagles, right? that they can fly over those rivers. And studying these deep and beautiful, amazing truths, heaven's point of view on this planet, is gonna help you to escape the pain that you have to endure uh, in God's way. Are you with me? Because the only way out of a storm is through. It's the only way. I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you and honor you. And that is his promise. And so there's one thing I know about every one of you, even if I haven't spoken to you. You're either just coming out of a trial, you're in one, or one is coming, or maybe all three. I want to uh, share with you this morning, there are things that I carry with me all the time. They're very important to me. Uh, They're in my Bible. And this is one that I think is wonderful, and it, it has to do with today's topic. And of all the topics I present, this is one of the most important because without this, everything else is going to collapse. It's a house of cards. And I've held uh, addiction programs. And I've had guys, one guy in particular, he, was ta- he tattooed from the top of his chin all the way down to his ankles, sat in the, the meeting on this topic and cried like a baby. He said, Vicki, I've been in jail for years. I've been a drug addict. And it was all because I didn't have a recipe for solving problems. I didn't have a recipe. There are a lot of amazing people who are just failing. They're perfectionists. They don't know how to deal with problems, failures, setbacks. But God wants us to learn how to turn every setback into a comeback. Amen? He wants our wishbone to become backbone. And I'll tell you personally, one of the reasons this is my favorite topic of all is because I was a runaway. (laughs) I didn't have a recipe for solving problems either. I only knew to either do drugs or overeat. Because uh, I was bulimic for 20 years from age 11 to age 31. Uh, or just, just crash and burn. Crash, burn, run. That was all I knew how to do. Isn't it just amazing that God can weaponize our worst weaknesses for his mighty glory and to save souls? And when I gave my heart to God, it wasn't pretty. I said, I just, I'm so mad at the devil. I don't even love you a lot yet because I don't know you. But now I know who's in control here. And I just want to spend the rest of my life paying the devil back for what he has done to me. And he hired me, and I'm a hit man. And I have have even uh, repossessed cars, so watch out. (laughs) Okay, listen to this. Do not pray for easy lives. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. Do not pray for easy lives. Pray to be stronger men. Do not pray for tasks equal to your strength. Pray for strength equal to your tasks then the doing of your work will not be the miracle you will be the miracle amen whether they know it or not all are weary and heavy laden all are weighed down with burdens that only christ can remove the heaviest burden that we bear is the burden of sin if we were left to bear this burden it would crush us but the sinless one has taken our place he's watching over you trembling child of god are you tempted he will deliver. Are you weak? He will strengthen. Are you ignorant? He will enlighten. Are you wounded? He will heal. The Lord telleth the number of stars, but he heals the broken in heart and binds up their wounds. Whatever your anxieties and trials, spread out your case before the Lord. Your spirit will be braced for endurance. We're going to be talking about endurance today. The way will be open to you to disentangle yourself from embarrassment and difficulty. The weaker and more helpless you know yourself to be, the stronger you will become in his strength. The heavier your burdens, the more blessed the rest in casting them upon the burden bearer. Amen? That is from Desire of Ages, 329. So I have a clicker somewhere. Help, tech people, help. Yes. How did it get on the floor? I beg your pardon? Sure, you can come take a picture of it afterwards. That's what people do these days. I beg your pardon? Yeah, I think some, she wants that little poem. Yeah. Happiness is not the absence of suffering, but the presence of God. That's a tough one, but it's true. It's true. All right, I've got to do this, otherwise I, we can't waste Nicole's time. She's so precious. Are you? Let's give her. Do you realize these women come early to minister to you? Yeah. So I told Nicole, I said, you know, we just need to clip right along, and she looked at me and she said, uh huh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Nicole, I'm sorry ahead of time. All right, we're going to get right through this. Your brain, this is good news, your brain constantly is reshaping itself according to what it learns, thinks, feels, and expects. Is that good news today? Amen. Thank you, God. God has created your brain to improve with proper care, use, and exercise. Is this clear? Is the vision, is, is it just me being blurred? Oh, maybe I've had a little too much. It just seems, it seems like, you're a little off, does it? Okay, is that better? Is that better? You can be bitter or better. You can be pitiful or powerful. What is your choice today? Thank you. Otherwise, this is going to be a dangerous place. All right. This is the beauty of our God who wants to heal us at every level. I spoke, was able to speak with a family yesterday that every, every level is in need of restoration. It's not about the way we look and our bodies. It's really about every level that God wants to touch and heal. May the God of peace sanctify you, bless you, grow you, take charge of you. How? Completely. And I pray, God, your whole spirit, nūma, the breath, the soul, suki, and body be preserved brainless. No 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 I am not flipping into a once saved always saved thing here be preserved how only by the righteousness of Christ amen all we can say at the end of the day is we are undone now you're good that's the only thing you're gonna remember from this class that's not right He's coming soon, people. Amen? He's coming soon. I love this, the way science and inspiration are in perfect harmony. Dr. John Rady, Harvard University. Experiences, thoughts, actions, and emotions actually change the structure of the brain. So when the Bible says that the Father's name is going to be in our forehead, it means that the the bulimic, drug-taking, runaway brain does not look like that anymore under imaging. It's going to look more beautiful. How many of you want a more beautiful brain? Because these changes, when we change our thinking, when we change what prompts us, when we change, when we're following God's impulse. In fact, Ellen White says that his thoughts can become our impulses. And tomorrow we're going to talk about habits, habits that last and situational awareness. And that's a really important thing because we can know so much and then you know, 9 o'clock in the morning, we've got it together, and by 10.30, we're just in the dumpster. So tomorrow we're going to talk about habits. But the, the brain is going to reflect what we do, how we think, and that's a beautiful thing because then we, we can develop the God habit, the lifestyle habit, the kindness habit, the joy habit. We don't think of these as habits. We think of them as decisions, but they really are habits. And here's what I know. What you learn in the dark, what you learn in the light when it's peaceful is what you're going to take into your crisis. When my husband was in his cancer journey, we automatically had worship. We automatically were scheduled. We automatically had the things that we do in life. It was automatic. We were in such a crisis and it was so terrible that I never could have learned those things in the moment. So use this moment, this time, these days to develop the habits that are going to take you into the night sky. Amen? One necessary precursor to change, though, is a change of what? Attitude. Do you have a negative mindset that sends you mountain climbing over mole hills? It may rob you of true strength when what? Real challenges come. And that's the devil's plan. So we're going to talk this morning for a few minutes about the fixed versus the growth mindset. This is based on research by social psychologist um, Carol Dweck, D-W-E-C-K. She wrote a fascinating book called Mindset. So we're going to look at this today. She describes the fixed mindset. The fixed mindset believes that ability and personality are basically inborn, unchangeable, and set in stone. That sounds kind of fatalistic, doesn't it? Do You remember the days when we were taught that you were born with all the brain cells you were ever gonna have and that all you could do through life is lose them? You remember that? Some of you are old enough to remember that this is what we were taught. And then around age 30, 31, the the calculus people come in and start telling you how many billions you're losing every day. That is enough to send anybody to Dunkin' Donuts for sure. That's really (laughs) discouraging. But the fact is the brain produces new nerve cells Every day in substantial numbers. Can you say amen? amen? And those new nerve cells the neuron is the basic unit of communication, the neurotransmitter is the basic chemical of communication, or the molecule of communication. And these neurotransmitters actually migrate to two very special areas of the brain, which thrill me because they give me a picture of God. The first area that they migrate is the hippocampal area of the brain, which has to do with learning and memory. The other area that they migrate to, and there are others, but these are the two ones that just touch my heart, is the amygdala, which has to do with emotional memory and fear. So what does this tell us about God? It tells us that he has engineered you for increased learning and wisdom over time, And healing from trauma in Isaiah chapter 61 verse 7 he says it says there whatever shame you know you you didn't ask to be born where you were you didn't ask for the genetic deck you got you make stupid the Bible talks about being ignorantly alienated from the life of God so we, we do stupid things because we have these natures that are fallen we don't know stuff and the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 61 verse 7 That regardless of those things, he says, regardless, I will repay you double for whatever shame, whatever you've experienced, whatever you've gone through. Double for your trouble. Workers' compensation. We work on the plan of addition. He works on the plan of multiplication. Grace be multiplied to you. God is not at a deficit because of your disabilities. He's not at a deficit. He will weaponize those things for his kingdom. Let the weak say, what? Let's say it, let's say like, that didn't sound like a war cry. <laughs> Let the weak say, am yeah, amen. So fixed mindset believes that if you actually have to work at improving, you're lacking in basic intelligence or ability. So she actually calls out uh, sports stars who, uh, who enter into their sport with this mindset and how difficult they are. They have a fragile temperament, they're given to temper tantrums, they'll break their tennis rackets. People will watch Wimbledon just to watch some of these people. Uh, you know, it's the, it's the person that made the call, it, it's the sand was wrong on the, for their hands, somebody sneezed in the, because after all they're a natural athlete. Now there's a guy uh, uh, in Lansing, one of our famous basketball players, what's his name? His mother is an Adventist, Who is it? I always say that he's tall, but they're all tall. Magic, my son went to the mother's house for some lunch and she couldn't figure out what this woman's fascination was with this basketball player, his picture's everywhere. Well, it's his mother. (laughs) But he didn't make the cut in high school, didn't do, and she'd say, well, go practice more, go practice more. And guess what? It takes a lifetime of work to become an overnight sensation. So the fixed mindsets view themselves as either, this is black and white, smart or dumb, strong or weak, competent or incompetent, winners or losers, successful or a failure. There is nothing in between. Somebody here relates to this. When we did our first book, I, I will, if I could work for this conference for free for the rest of my life over this gracious mercy that was shown me, Simple Solutions, our first edition, the 800 number that we thought we bought, Dane and I, it was in three places in 20,000 books. That's 60,000 numbers. We thought it was our number. The day it came off the press, we finally got through, it was, a, it was an 800 number to a specialty tobacco company. So if you are stressed and depressed, we have a tobacco for you. Do you know what it was like to have to go to work and tell Jay Gallimore, our conference president, that our first project—and he created the department for us—I remember laying in bed and saying, "This would be a good day to get hit by a train," you know, or if there was a sniper, you know, I'd have my Bible with me; it'd be good. But if only something would happen to me before I get to work. If only. Well, it all turned out good. He was—he—he was he, he did one of those, and then he was on fixing the problem and. Um, So praise God for that. Do you think he had to tell me to be careful about phone numbers from then on? No, because when you've learned from a mistake, you have just added value to your life. You have become more valuable. And that's the way God sees you. When you recover, successful people are not mistake free. They just refuse to give up. And that's a tough lesson to learn, isn't it? So fixed results. They avoid challenges, give up easily, see effort as what? fruitless they ignore advice and they're easily threatened that's not a very good resume for getting through tough times is it toddlers with this mindset because it's it's heritable it's horrible <laughs> and it's teachable you can te- we can teach this mindset without even realizing it children toddlers with this mindset always choose easy puzzles because they have to affirm how competent they are they're afraid of failure As a result, they're often focused on how will I look rather than how can I learn in the face of mistakes or challenges. It's really, really tough to work as a team when someone is heading your team that has this mindset, because they can't acknowledge that they've messed up. So the fixed mindset traits, they tend to be negative, self-pity, anxious, depressed, and unforgiving of others because they're unforgiving of themselves. So we can have a a learner mindset in areas that aren't important to us. I mean, you know, I'm sure LeBron James doesn't care about knitting, but maybe in the basketball realm, and I'm not saying this about him because his mother taught him to go and practice, but do do you see how you can have this mindset in the area that's supposed to be all about your expertise and who you are and what you're known for? Benjamin Barber, a sociologist quoted in this book said, I don't divide the world into the weak and the strong, the successes and the failures, those who make it and those who don't. Wow. I divide the world into learners and non-learners. How many of you want to be a learner? Yeah, that's right. So the growth mindset. A growth mindset believes that although people differ in basic aptitude and temperament, Everyone can change, grow, and improve. Is that a healthier mindset? Does that sound like a more biblical mindset to you? They have a passion for stretching and growing, even when they're doing what? Making mistakes and facing challenges. It's really interesting. I don't have the quote with me. I don't want to take time to look it up right now, but I carry it uh, in my phone in a note page. (laughs) It's on Christian sanctification, and we're told by Ellen White that when God's workers get together to do a project, you know, we come to board meeting and we, we vote. Let's save the world. <laughs> and so we come up with a project. And she says, when we engage in this work together, you see, time alone with God inspires us, doesn't it? But it's time with each other that matures us because what happens when we spend time with each other yeah so we get together we're gonna to plan a great program I remember our first simple solution series it was gonna usher in the second coming the police were gonna to have to direct traffic nobody was gonna get in a fight because we all wanted the same thing well these gray hairs have taught me a few things she says when we get together to work for God Evil will come out in our nature that we did not know about, that we were not aware of. And this is God's plan for us to learn humility, teamwork, and growth. It's his plan. So we can thank God. I I remember doing a living free program, and the woman that was assigned to take registration did not refuse to put on an answer phone. She worked full time, and she would not use an answer machine. I mean, go figure Okay, so these are the tests that that come, right? So growth mindsets tend to embrace challenges. Oh sure, don't we love that? Persist in the face of obstacles. Do we need to learn this? See effort as the path to what? So the recipe I did yesterday with the red lentils, I've never done this with red lentils. I always use garbanzo beans, black beans, kidney beans. They disintegrated and made the rice stick together. I told John, I gave him some of it, and I said, I apologize for giving that to you. That was a demo in front of a bunch of people yesterday. So I apologize, don't use red lentils. (laughs) See, effort is the path to mastery. They learn from criticism. They're not defeated by failure. They're inspired by other people's success. So the growth mindset traits, by the way, toddlers with this mindset choose hard puzzles. They like the challenge. They're not afraid of not being able to do it. They tend to be more resilient. And this is interesting. an interesting term. What does resilience mean? The ability to bounce back. That's right. So I went to a, a depression uh, symposium by a neuroscientist, a psychoneuroimmunologist, and he explained that the opposite of depression is not happiness and joy. It's resiliency. It's the ability to tunnel through trouble and get to the other end of it. That's what resiliency is. It's a trait that God's people need to develop through practice. They're self-forgetful, they're positive, they're trusting, and they're more forgiving. Now, I don't want to show you that yet. How many of you have heard the name Wilma Rudolph, you know the name Wilma Rudolph? Wilma Rudolph, (coughs) excuse me, was a track star who won world, no, I'm not going to tell you that, Wilma Rudolph was born prematurely, the 20th of 22 children. And you think you have a hard time getting breakfast on the table. She suffered as a very sickly child, she, they were a very poor family, with serious bouts of measles, mumps, chickenpox, pneumonia, scarlet fever, and polio. And it was a racist so- society at that time. She was a black lady, black little girl. It was polio that left her with a paralyzed leg, and doctors predicted that she would never walk again. When she was six years old, she was fitted with a steel brace that allowed her to hobble for short periods of time. Isn't that amazing? She would, secret, she would find a place where nobody was. How do you do that with 21 siblings? But she would drag her leg around until she could take a few steps without, uh, without the brace. She would secretly remove that brace and work her leg. By the time she was 12, she could walk on her own for short periods of time. So she went to high school, and if I was her mother, in love, I would have encouraged her to become a library science major. Does that make sense? Library science. But not Wilma. Guess what she did? She joined the track team. She joined the track team, and she roundly lost every meet. You know, someone said that comparison is a joy killer. If she had spent her life comparing her disadvantages to everybody else's advantages, we wouldn't be telling the story of Wilma Rudolph today. She wouldn't do it. She didn't do it. She was a Christian. Look at this. This is a statue of her. I wish I could show her actual images, but you know there are these licensing issues. A beautiful woman. She says this, whether at a what? A track event at school or what? At the Olympics. I love the exhilaration that comes with simply doing what? Improving. How many of you are dedicated to just simply improve? Are you, at the end of the day, are you just gonna rehearse over and over and over every mistake you made? Do we need to know our mistakes? Yes. But is that gonna be the tape that runs in your head 24 hours a day? Or are you gonna celebrate those small steps, those small victories? How many of you are gonna dedicate to do that? Wilma was the first woman to win three gold medals for the fastest speed in the world in the Summer Olympics of 1960. Can you just say amen? Beautiful woman. She was known as the Black Gazelle. She, uh, she was a Christian, a strong Christian, and she knew that her life was about more than sports, so she began the, uh, she, she founded the Wilma Rudolph Foundation, and she went around talking to children about the value and beauty of discipline, hard work, trust, and faith in God. She died at a very early age. I think she was just 52. She died of a brain tumor. But you know what? She died in victory. She did not have deliverance over that tumor, but she had victory over it. Jesus himself prayed for deliverance from the cross, didn't he? And the Bible says that God heard him in that he feared. He was not delivered from his cross, but he had victory over it. So there may be a cross in your life, something crippling, something terminal. Um, There may be some disability that you have, some challenge that you have that isn't going to go away. You may not be delivered from it, but can you have victory over it? And it's all about mindset. Amen? The good news is that a fixed mindset really is fixable, and I'm going to pay very attention to just five more minutes, Nicole. This is another quote by Dr. John Rady. I think we need to take it to heart. We are not prisoners of our genes or our environment. Poverty, alienation, drugs, hormonal imbalances, and depression do not dictate what? Wealth, acceptance, vegetables, and exercise do not guarantee what? No, the divine disposition isn't through diet. Diet facilitates it. And we we are creatures that are functional based on what we do with our bodies, and how we treat our bodies, and we are called to give ourselves as a living sacrifice. But the key to a beautiful character is God. And then, but we can't work against the laws that he's given us and still expect to be able to function adequately. So it's an act of worship. The way we live our lives is an act of devotion and worship and dependence and thanksgiving. I have had the actual experience of eating a really nice meal and not being an amazingly nice person afterwards. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. But that's what brings us to our knees. Amen? But imagine how bad I would have been if it was a fritter and then the episode. Okay, so. (laughs) We must remember that genetics is not what? Destiny, genes do set boundaries for human behavior, but within these boundaries, there is immense room for variation. Thank the Lord. He does not expect from you what you cannot do and cannot give, but he will cover it with grace so that you beautify him with what you have and not with what you don't have. You, you, will, you will beautify, your life will be beautified even with what you don't have. I I have a friend, I I just love her so much. Her mother flew into a rage when she was five years old, hit her on the head with a hammer. She uh, developed cerebral palsy. She's a beautiful Christian woman, loves the Lord, devoted. She's handicapped. Her life glorifies God. She is forgiven. She trusts God. And her influence is powerful. Amen? Not God's original plan. He's always working on plan B. All kinds of remedial things going on all the time, thank the Lord, right? He does workarounds. Determined by experience, okay, so let's start the sentence. Within these boundaries, there's immense room for variation determined by experience, personal choice, and even chance. We always have the ability to remodel these brains of ours. God wants to heal what sin has broken and taken away, either now, physically, partially, or completely at the resurrection but he can heal our attitudes, amen? It's gonna take time, it takes perseverance. I love this, the pulley principle. I remember once when Dane was so sick, I said, God, I just can't hold on to you anymore. You're gonna to have to hold on to me. You know what? He did. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I what? Press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ has laid hold of me. So I press, he pulls. You've got to press. I cannot do what only God can do. He will not do what I have to do. I've got to learn to press. I've got to learn to press into Christ, press through the trouble, not around it, not under it, not over it, through it, and press on to the other side. This one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I do what? Press toward the goal for what? perfection and Eden on this earth? Not right now, but the prize of the what? Upward call. And he says, if by any means I might attain to the resurrection. That's our goal. This is the perseverance of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God, the faith of Jesus. I love this by Charles Spurgeon, and then we're going to switch it over to Nicole. Perseverance is the badge of true saints. The Christian life is not a beginning only in the ways of God, but also a continuance in the same as long as life lasts. He only is a true conqueror and shall be crowned at the last who continueth till the war's trumpet is blown no more. Perseverance is, therefore, the target of all our spiritual enemies. What are our spiritual enemies that attack perseverance? Discouragement, doubt, disappointment, despair, mistakes. Those things attack our perseverance. Perseverance is the miracle that does not feel like one, but it's the miracle that undergirds all other miracles. How many of you want that miracle in your life today? Amen. All right, Nicole, thank you.
0: Well, good morning, everyone. How are you? Great. So have you been learning some excellent recipes that you might want to add to your repertoire? All right. So thank you so much for, you know, being here with Vicky and I today. I learned a lot from Vicki. I love that perseverance. That's a huge thing, especially when going in ministry. A lot of times you have this perception that everything is going to be perfect and we're all going to work together. So I love the lessons and that's something, you know, That, you know, as you start a ministry, I personally have learned that also. It does definitely show you a lot. God really helps to bring things to the forefront, and it's a good character building. So thank you so much for joining us today. Um, As as you know, um, we are cooking with our Be Well, Be Whole uh, recipes, um, which are simple and sweet. So I love that we're going to be focusing on food from God's garden, his original plan. Um, and as Vicki shared, just because you eat healthy does not directly correlate with your spiritual wellness, um, but also being spiritually well and ignoring the health message does not work as well. So it's a symbiotic relationship and ultimately using all of these tools together to thrive and share God's message and call for our lives. So today we're going to start off with some roughage. We're going to get roughage ready. We're going to have focus on some cruciferous vegetables, which are great for your health. And we're also um, going to use collard greens, which are rich in Um, iron, vitamin A, vitamin K, and I know Vicky has more that she might say. Magnesium. Yes, and magnesium. (laughs) And Um, boron boron. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, I really like leafy greens, especially if you're looking to lose weight as well, or if you have diabetes. Um, You know, making sure it doesn't have too much salts in it and, you know, making sure that this is a great base. So it's filling and it's not likely to spike your sugars. So I'm gonna start off with uh, boiling some water in a pot, and then I'm going to add collard greens directly to boiling water. Um, And what I like about the collard greens is um, they do have a bitter taste, but what we're gonna add is going to help balance it out. And they will essentially cook down. And the next thing I'm going to um, add to this is yellow onion, a half of a yellow onion. I'm going to chop that and can you see this okay great um, so how many of you ever cry when you cut your onions okay all right uh, and so I'm glad that you shared that with me so one thing I want to share with you um, knives um, I like to use a chef knife and one of the things that when it comes to knife is making sure it's sharp um, so Keeping it sharp, you can do this by washing it in cold water and you can also sharpen it. You know, there's different tools that you can sharpen your knives with. Um, But when you wash it, you want to make sure you don't put it in warm water because it actually dulls the knife. Um, Yes, you want to keep it cold when you're washing it. So you don't want to run it through the dishwasher. You want to wash it by hand and you want to have it in cold water. That will help um, further the, the strength and the sharpness of the knife for a longer duration. The other thing that I want to share with you is if you want to reduce crying so I unfortunately or fortunately am kind of immune to it now but if you are um, wanting to reduce you, you your t- your eyes from tearing up what essentially happens is is the, the 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 cell walls of the onion are when they're damaged that's when um, it has a defense mechanism where a chemical is released um, and it's In short, it's known as LF, and I won't bore you with the full name, but essentially what you want to do is, one, you can chill the onion, so you can put it in your refrigerator for, you know, 15 minutes or a freezer for 15 minutes. Another thing that you can do is use a sharp knife, um, because sharp knives are less likely to damage the walls. If you have a dull knife, it's damaging the onion more, and so that's when you'll start experiencing more tears. So... That is a, a tip to use. So I just use a sharp knife. Um, so I'm gonna cut the onion just like this. And then I also like to cut across. And I, I put my hand on, on the top of it, so, and I stop in the middle so that I also do not harm anything like myself. <laughs> and then i will cut down so I can dice the onion. Just like so.
1: Can you use other greens with this recipe? Yes. Other than, okay. You
0: can do kale too. Um, I think that's the, the nearest one to it. And then you just cut down so we have our onions chopped. And the beautiful thing about this, it's a very, very simple recipe. I, I actually am using pre-washed collard greens. You can also use you know whole collard greens and soak them yourself. You can also wash these again if you like. These meals are intended for people on the go. And um, you'll also see portion sizes. A lot of them are, you know, one or for a family. As a single person, I also have, you know, individual meals. But um, you also can adjust the recipe for larger quantities, um, which are very simple. You can just multiply the ingredients by the number of people that you're feeding. So by five, by two. Um, so there is their collard greens. So I kind of try to fill it to the top. And then next, I'm going to put the diced onions, and then I'm going to add minced garlic. The next thing I'm going to add is nutritional yeast flakes for a cheesier flavor. And then I'm going to add some garlic powder. Next, I will add some liquid aminos. The next thing I will add is some liquid smoke for a smoky flavor. So a lot of times, if you're, if you're from the South, if you've ever had Southern collard greens, it has a smoky taste to it. And it's usually done by ham, but we are not doing that. We're doing liquid smoke. So liquid smoke can give, still give you that smoky flavor, so I'll put um, that in Nicole, there. Nicole,
1: can you use uh, smoked paprika?
0: Yes. you Does can that put, work? Yes, yes, <clears throat> smoked That's paprika. A, excuse
1: me. That's really a fun one as yes. well. Yes.
0: Yep, smoked paprika is excellent. Um, And then you can put some onion powder in it as well. So I didn't hold back on the seasoning. So what will happen now is this will cook down. It's the, this is at the top. I wanna see if I can zoom, you can zoom in on this. So essentially all of the collard greens are at the top and what is gonna happen is it's gonna steam and, and cook down and then the water will take all of that flavor, so you cook it for about 30 minutes, and then you can, you can adjust the seasonings as needed. So my recipes are meant to be very simple, and you can adjust it to your, to your taste. So If you wanna add a little more seasoning here or less, you can definitely do that. So this will cook down. Now I'm gonna to go to the next recipe, which is the um, broccoli and cauliflower salad. First I'm gonna start, oh, we have a question, yes. Yes, yes, and I, so once it cooks down, the next thing I add is coconut milk, um, and what that does is it makes it a little bit creamy, so this will cook for 30 minutes, and once you're done, you can add the coconut milk, and it just makes it creamy and really savory, I really love it, it has a nice little sweet and creamy add to it, so it really touch all the different palates, all the different flavors on your palate. So that is one of the things that I love to do with that. Um, So you can take that. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep, and you can use light coconut milk too. Yes, yep. So I just put a dash of that to adjust it. Um, and And with the seasonings that you see, you can always add or take away. So now for the cauliflower salad, I'm I'm using pre-washed broccoli and cauliflower. Also, you can wash it again or you can go to, you know, um, you can cut it individually yourself. So this is about 12 or 16 ounces of of that. So I'm going to start with my avocado sauce. I put it in a blender and I'm going to use parsley, which is bitter. I'll take off the stems, put that in there. The next thing I'm going to add is lemon juice. I will also add garlic cloves, about seven, five to seven garlic cloves. Do you like garlic? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And if you do not, you can remove it. I know, that is one of my things. I love garlic. (laughs) It is really good for your gut also, and it's a great seasoning. Um, I'm also going to add some Himalayan salts. To accent the flavors. And the next thing I will add is avocados. You can use fresh avocados. I yes, avocados. Um, so what I like, I because I like it quick, I got already pre-cut frozen avocados, which I'm I'm adding to the recipe, but you could take a whole avocado and just as long as you match the quantity when you measure it out, it should work as well. So, and you may add just a little extra if you're using fresh. So that is frozen um, avocado added. The next thing I'm going to add is silken tofu, which is similar to your regular black tofu, um, but the difference is that you will have, um, it 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 coagulates, and it doesn't, um, before it actually curds, it's taken out, so it's able to retain the moisture. Um, so it's, thank you. So it, it it coagulates, but it's without the curding, So it's very soft. And that's going to be the base. And the good thing is there's no oil added to this. So I'm going to put that in there as well. And now I'm going to give it... Did you put lemon or lime yes. in there? Yes, yep, okay, put just... lemon in there. And a nice bitter taste to that. Okay, I actually... I wanted to put this one. So instead of Himalayan, I I recommend using uh, kosher salt for this one and the Himalayan in that one. All right, now I'm just going to blend it.
1: an incredible amount of nutrition and flavor just in in that just in the dressing it's amazing
0: so this is the dressing it is amazing would you like to drink it it's like a smoothie i'm just joking. can you
1: use it on <laughs> other kinds of salads yes yes it's just a fabulous dressing. you can put it
0: on tacos i mean the parsley just the parsley people so now that's now I'm worth sitting pour here today seeing that on top of there and the next thing i'm going to add is some raisins to add some sweetness to it Then I will add some um, organic carrots, and I'll add a little bit more of the sauce. It's
1: beautiful.
0: I hear lots of you guys, you guys want to try this, right? All right. Yeah. So the other thing that I want to I want to share with you. Some of you have potentially gone and got the cookbook. So if you want to get the cookbook, you go to There's cards out there. BeWellBeWhole.org. You can go online. Um, if you get it, the digital copy is available. We have a uniform code. You can use Camp Meeting and all lowercase letter, letters together. Camp Meeting. You get a discount if you go for the digital copy, which is is compatible for iPhones, or if you get the hard copy, which will be shipped to you after camp meeting. So if you go to bewellbehold.org, that's where you can get it. So all you can do after this is toss this together. Beautiful. And then you can just add your sauce. I wanna show you what the collard greens look like when it's finished. Mm -hmm. And that is it, simple and sweet meals. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for cooking with me today.
1: Wow! Let's give All her a right. hand. Oh, we have a couple
0: questions. Yes. Yeah. Questions? Yes. And your you, was that firm or oh, it was. It's just silken. It's soft. Just, just, yep. So yep. So yep. Silken. Yes. Yeah. So that's it. so for the kosher salt, it gives it. It's a stronger uh, taste for mm-hmm. the actual um, sauce. So, because with the sauce, once it goes on something else, it takes away the flavor. So the kosher salt is more is stronger. So I put that in the sauce. And the Himalayan, the Himalayan salt, you can just accent it. Um, to. And your question was, the difference between kosher and, and, and Himalayan salt. Right, 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 right. And so I just wanted to repeat just in case. But that's an excellent question. So I have the Himalayan salt just to accent the flavors in the salad. Um, and then you can just adjust flavors as needed. So thank you so much, Vicki. Wow, yes. Beautiful. Oh, we have more questions. Okay. available or can I
1: do it when I
0: get You can so I for the month of June, I will keep it open. Is she gracious yeah. or what?
1: <laughs> and I'll bet if you begged July 1, I bet she no, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Mm. Okay, all right. Wonderful. This is my favorite day, thank you, because this is what's missing. This is what's missing in our diets, these beautiful greens, these, oh, thank you. He's a surgical nurse. You should see the way he does hand stuff to me. It's amazing, so yeah, thank you. No, don't do that. No knives. (laughs) So anyway, I, I want this position so that you can, so three cheers for salad. That's right. Now that, the minute she was putting that together, I was thinking all the things I could do with it because concept cooking is taking something amazing like that and using it in different ways. So what are some ways that you could use this? You you could lightly steam the vegetables first and use the sauce if you have issues with the goitrogens because that destroys the goitrogens if you have thyroid issues. You could cut those pieces a little more small, put a can of garbanzo beans in there. Put it in a wrap and you've got the whole meal right there. Isn't that just amazing? The that Pardon? The green, the green sauce would be great on a pasta or quinoa or brown rice or over potato. There's just so many things. Use your creativity, yes.
0: If you want to make it thicker for a
1: dip, yeah. Would you do that? Nicole? Are you there? I'm here, How do you make that thicker for a dip?
0: I would use more silk.
1: Or maybe even a Cuisinart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. All kinds of possibilities. Creativity. Creativity. So now I'm going to show you what I, this is a staple. Everything that I'm showing you this week is a staple of my life. And this is several times a week for me. You can imagine different variations. This is called um, Super Sloth. So the idea of a superfood is you take something that's good that you like already, that has some healthy elements, and you just start adding to it. And that's what super slaw is. So what I'm going to do, and by the way, these bags of multiple vegetables are amazing. If, if, if I had to go and buy each vegetable that's in here, it would, I couldn't possibly eat them all. And so it's really a nice option. Oh, thank you. What am I doing? Okay. Hi. Hi. So, in here, this is a sweet kale salad. It has broccoli, green cabbage, kale, Brussels sprouts, pepitas, radicchio, cranberries. Is that amazing? And this'll, for me, this'll last me about three days. So this is the basis of my super slaw right there. And that was very easy, wasn't it, John? See how he does, This is amazing. It's just... Now the other thing, usually, I, I put a broccoli slaw. How many of you have seen broccoli slaw? Broccoli slaw is peeled the stems. The stems of broccoli actually are higher in calcium than the florets. So the stems of the spinach, the stems of the broccoli, these things are very rich in nutrition. So if you can chop them up and use them in a salad, they're very tasty, they're crunchy. And there is actually a crunch factor that is uh, that is, associated with increasing hippocampal volume, and it's a targeted therapy in depression. You can look at the research of Sangreen Theret, who actually has discussed this. So I have a little slogan, crunch for lunch. Okay, let's say that together. Crunch for lunch. So I'm always looking in concept cooking, I want a pattern on my plate. I want color, I want a healthy protein, and I want healthy fat. I want, I want the food components that are not going to be immediately digested in the, <clears throat> in the small intestine to go to the what? Colon. To the colon. So I'm always looking to see what components on my plate are going to get to the colon. And that's the fiber components, the non-nutritive, non-nutritive phytochemicals, which are stress hormones in the plant. Um, Nicole alluded to that, which is really amazing. So I would usually put a little broccoli slaw. I'm going to put some chopped spinach in this. So we're increasing all of these incredible antioxidants. This is a package of already shredded slaw. I'm going to add some there. And it just looks so good already. And you see, I've been waiting for this day because I'm going to have it for lunch. Okay, And now I've got some julienne carrots. I'm putting that in. Absolutely incredible. Love this. Can you imagine adding some other things to this? Now, I'm going to season the entire salad, but you can do this over days and season the portion that you want to use. And it lasts because it doesn't have lettuce in it. This is what I do for lettuce, to tell you the truth. Now, I've got some perfectly chop. I never chop anything this perfectly, but Stacy. This is a work of art. I wish you could... Where's the thing? I mean, who does this? It's like a machine. Okay, but her mother taught her, she said, so... I'm putting some beautiful green onions in here. Yeah, it's that sharp knife. You borrowed hers, didn't you? This particular package comes with some cranberry and pepitas, the pumpkin seeds, which are really awesome, lower LDL cholesterol. I'm going to put some of that in there for sweet and savory, which is really, really nice. And uh, it's looking good, isn't it, people? I love this. So I've got all of these fantastic vegetables. It already smells good. Now I want to dress the salad. I'm going to do some, and I'm actually not going to do a small portion uh, to just show you. I'm doing a big portion, because I'm going to eat this every day until it's gone. But I will share with the staff, with the assistant staff. Okay, so I'm putting this gorgeous extra virgin olive oil in here, and I'm measuring very carefully. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've got some lemon juice here. I love in the frozen section uh, where the juices are, you can purchase minute, a box of Minute made lemon juice. It's just pure lemon. It's the juice of seven lemons, and I can't tell you how easy it makes it for you to use lemon juice. And it's ju- it doesn't have all the additives and ingredients that make things taste funny. It's beautiful. The only thing is, if we're shopping at the same store, you better get there before me because I buy three or four of them at a time and put them in the freezer. They're amazing. I don't like buying lemons and they're hard and there's nothing in them. So this is this is sensible. All right, So, but I'm using this lemon here today, which I'm really grateful to have had provided. So there's a the little lemon. The lemon is going to increase iron absorption, which is really awesome. So we love these raw foods, but cooked food is also a very good thing. So cooking these foods, increases iron absorption, beta uh, carotenoid absorption, and also protein absorption. So cooked is not dead food. It's also vibrant, wonderful food. It's all good. Amen? I, I, nobody can talk me into eating a raw sweet potato. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. All right, I have been forced to eat a raw pizza. I went to a raw food event, and I did a demo. And I was so rattled, because it's so wrong. And Evelyn, my dear, wonderful, sweet disposition colleague, said, just choke it down and be quiet and talk about bees. It was hard, people. It was hard. The mother was coming out in me, and it just it was hard. Yes. Oh, would you like to know? Okay, Braggs. I put some brads. I put liquid aminos. There are other brads. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right, liquid amino. Thank you, all my little helpers here. Thank you. I'm putting a little bit of yeast flakes. You can do what you want with this. And there's some tahini here. This is going to give it that what they call umami, and I'm not even sure what that means, but that's what they call it. So I'm going to put a little of the tahini in here, really rich in calcium, fabulous flavor. Incredible, now I'm going to toss it, oh and I want to put, a, okay, so I want, for me, concept cooking means I want the vegetables on the plate, I want healthy fats, which they're there, sometimes I'll put walnuts in this, and I want a good protein source, so here I'm putting in the garbanzo beans. Um, in Italian they're called shishi beans, C-I-C-I, they're shishi beans. When my son was little, we went to the store, and I said, I'm going to get some she-she beans. And he said, can't we get he-he beans instead? (laughs) No such thing. All right, so this is gorgeous right here. Look at this. Are you seeing this? You see? How beautiful. Now, what am I going to do with this? Well, yes. People are paying attention today. So I have pita pockets. I have whole-wheat wraps that I love. I will put this over some rice from my rice cooker. You can, I'll put it over um, roasted potatoes, you know those little potatoes that are roasted, and you roast them crisp, and they're small. They're gorgeous. You can have that with this. And so you're good to go, people. This is, this is really a beautiful, beautiful meal. We are not getting enough greens and vegetables. Let's say that together we are not getting enough greens and vegetables but starting today we are going to be filling our plates with raw 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 okay starting today raw 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 okay are there any questions oh by the way when the bag if i do part of a bag and it starts to to uh, get beyond my craving for salad (laughs) it makes a gorgeous soup and for my home, it tastes like minestrone, but I'm trying to change that. <laughs> Everything tastes like minestrone at my house, but it's good, minestrone. All right. This? Yeah, how do I do that? Do you? Yeah, I don't know what to say. T- you just buy this stuff
0: and put it together. <laughs> buy this stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and the people that, you know, love these packets of dressings and and that they're just, you know, they love them. Um, Yeah, they come in these bags. And so what I say is that you absolutely can't live without this. um, Okay, give it a try. And there are stores that have these little mixes. They're pretty much at most grocery stores. So we're going to look for those. But you can, thank you, check the best Buy date, and you You can cut this off, put a little bit in there. If you like this flavor, put a little bit in there. But remember what you're getting from these other ingredients in the dressing. It's really, really nice. Okay, so yes, check the best Buy date, and um, they keep beautifully, I store, I store my stuff in the refrigerator in glass. It lasts longer than in plastic. If I'm energetic, I do. But it's really, you know, it's really, really fresh. It's really fresh. And it's just great to have all these things available. All right? Are there any questions? Uh, We're done. Yes. Whatever tahini I can find, I use. This is gorgeous because it's pourable. I love it. But at the grocery store, you can find tahini. I like the one that's in the can, too. And refrigerate it. Keep your nuts and nut butters refrigerated. All right, let's stand for for prayer. And I'm going to ask Brother John, Surgeon John here, to have our closing prayer.
0: Dear Lord, we, we thank you so much for health and happiness and wholeness. We ask that you would bless each family that's represented here and each individual. Show them your love today, we pray. Amen. Amen. To listen to more of these presentations, you may visit the audio archives at misda.org slash audio 22 or search for Michigan Conference Camp Meeting wherever you get your podcasts.